The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. We don't even realize how much Hashem wants us to come back. I have to tell you something that it moves me so. I, I think about it maybe every day this past year. Let me tell you what happened. I get a call from parents. The parents say, our daughter is estranged. Estranged from Yiddishkeit, disenfranchised, wants nothing to do with anything Jewish. She is in a treatment facility, almost on the way upstate. This is the first time in years that she called us and said, could you arrange that a rabbi comes to talk with her? She has some ideological issues that she would like to discuss, some issues of faith. I say, it will be my greatest host. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, tell me where it's at. But Rav, it's about a two-hour trip. It doesn't matter. Two hours is nothing. For a fellow Yid, please, didn't speak to anybody estranged from Yiddishkeit for that long. My heart went out to this young woman. I said, I'm going. And so I went. I won't say the name of the facility, but it is a public facility that Unfortunately, they have so many different people from so many different addictions, so many people that drop low, low in their lives, so many lost sheep. It is just, it is heartbreaking. But to know that a Yiddish akin, to know that a Jewish child, a Shefala from Klau Yisrael got lost over there, it's especially heartbreaking. And so, I came up to the information booth where the security guard is. I had clearance and he sent me up to the main hall. I went into the main hall and when I saw what was going on inside, it was heartbreaking. So many people on the road to recovery, so many people in the beginning, broken hearts, broken people, broken lives, all there. Some people came up, hi. You a Jewish rabbi? Oh, it's good to see you. It's nice to have you here tonight. Are you going to talk to everybody? Different people came over. Finally, they brought to me the young girl. I would say she's about 20 years old. And I sat down at a little, there was uh, two chairs, like a lounge chair and a table in between. And I started to speak to her. And she starts to ask me questions, questions that stand at the height of the world about tshuva. After I spoke with her for a half an hour, I said to her, could you tell me, I'm begging you, what gave you the hisoiris, all of a sudden, the inspiration that you wanted to talk to somebody after all these years? She said, I'm going to tell you what happened. I was sitting in the lounge, in the main lounge, and the television was going, the screen above was going, and there was all kinds of things going on. All of a sudden, I thought that I was dreaming. A young woman comes in. She tells me from the Beis Yaakov, a Beis Yaakov student, dressed like a Beis Yaakov student. And she sits down. Naturally, I don't look like a Beis Yaakov student. Far from that. 
she sits down, she takes out a book, and she is reading the book. And I'm wondering, what book is she reading in this place? How could she be connecting on any level to the Creator, to the Boreolum? And she's reading the book, and every once in a while, she gives a shuckle. She shakes a little bit. And I'm wondering, what, what are you doing here in the middle of the main room? And I began to get curious. Sakranut. I couldn't believe it. What is she reading here? What are we doing here in this treatment facility far away from Yiddishkeit? I couldn't contain myself. I went to her. And I saw she is reading from the Yom Kippur Machser. She is reading Kol Nidre. Even I, even I, as far away as I am in this world, from Hashem, from Torah, from mitzvahs, from anything. But when I saw that she's reading Kol Nidre, I couldn't believe it. I stopped her. I said, excuse me, would you mind if I ask you, what are you doing reading from this book now? She says, well, you know, in the Jewish religion, she didn't realize that the girl is also Jewish. There's a very holy day, a special day of Yom Kippur, when we are forgiven for everything. Itzumo shall Yom, even the day itself of a person didn't do tshuva, they're forgiven. And tonight is called Kol Nidre. So even though I'm here, I have to pray Kol Nidre. The girl couldn't believe it. Hashem Yisbarach reached out to her. To Isi Hashem reached out from Shemayim. Hashem said, I want to get you. That you should come back. I want you to come back to me. I miss you. I cry for you. Tools of water flooded from my eyes. On those that are not yet observant. On those that have been estranged, those that have been turned off, those that have been thrown out. And the girl starts to daven together with her. Unbelievable. So she says to me, Rebbe, if I could call you Rebbe, this was the beginning of my return. When I realized that there is a God and that God cares about someone who is so far off like me, who went into the world of addictions and couldn't care less about her parents and her community, her grandparents, her own family. And God cared to send someone from the Beisiaco to this facility that I have never seen anybody like that in order to tell me, come back home. It's Kol Nidra night. Just read a few words. The Itsumo Shoyom will be Mechaper. The essence of the day will atone for everything. I can't tell you. Rebosha Reb Menachem. When I sat there and I heard the girl say these things, I thought to myself, Goldwasser. You could also do a little bit too. You could also realize how Hashem reaches out to you. You could also try 
to up your game a little bit in Yiddishkeit. It hit me right here. Yashalapo. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.